What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Steel and Teal. As always, my name is Garrett. I'm here with my co-host. Jim from the Fan and the Van podcast. We're Ooh. back after a break. Uh, I apologize for the absence. We all needed some time. And I'm going to tell you right now, we're probably not recording next weekend because it's Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> we, we won't be doing that either. So I appreciate nope. y'all's patience. Uh, enjoy next week off because I know I will. Well, I'm doing... Uh... Well, I'm doing one Friday night. We're gonna do cigar and sports. So nice. Yeah, and then after that, nothing. Nope. Unless something unless something comes up out of the blue, that's a bit different. But yeah, no, I get that. I will enjoy the three day weekend I have because fuck going to work on Saturday. There you go. Christmas Eve. My Jags have the Bucks. Oh boy, I'm not worried about that one. I should well, be, but I'm not. I, I'll give you my pick for that one already. I'm already taking the Jags. Yeah, exactly. Me too. I mean, we all know where I'm, I'm taking my Jags and every pick. I mean, that's <laughs> – speaking of picks, I think you're currently – you're one game ahead of me because uh, we both had – now, I don't I don't know the math for the last game. Uh, uh, I mean, for, for these past picks? Yeah, for these past few picks. I don't know the math for the other one, but uh, I know because uh, I know yes. we both now have I'm, Vegas. I'm three and one. You're two and two. Yeah, we both had Vegas, which... Thanks, Steelers. I could have went undefeated, but, you know... Holy shit. You know what? I, I, did, you see, I got, did you see... Uh, Brett, did you see uh, Brett and Dave's thing of what's worse? What was it? What's worse than, like, an itchy nose or something? Is that what they were saying? Uh, I Well, I, I listened to the one that they did Monday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I haven't listened to the latest. I got to catch up with that. I, I am very far behind. Good news is I have a ton of windshield time tomorrow, so I will be catching up. Uh, oh, I got to find it. Hang on. Also, before we get too far into this, uh, I want to give a big shout out and congratulations to two of the people over at Sports After Dark. Uh, they're engaged. So congrats to uh, Heavy and Ashley. Congrats to both y'all. Uh, we're happy for you over here. Did you uh, see Jan's tweet to that? No, goes, I didn't. Uh, did I miss something? Yeah, exactly. Did not just kind of happen. I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, where is it? Wouldn't even known they were dating. None of my business. <laughs> no. There it is. Name something worse than a zit inside your nose. And I said, having the Raiders drop 63 on you. <laughs> having the Raiders drop 63 on you. Are you kidding me? It took that game to finally realize Brad Staley's not the coach. I. <laughs> I mean, we all knew that. Come on. Well, that's why the GM got the boot with him. So, okay, here's my favorite thing. Do you know how how much cap space is left for the the Chargers' apparent rebuild they're going to need next year? If I'm if I'm correct, it's none because you have all these cap hits on Allen at like 34, which is the highest for a wide receiver. They are 42 million over the cap next year. <laughs> <laughs> that is Good incredible. Job, LA Chargers. Oh, so, how you gonna rebuild with no money? That's Jalen and I talked about this yesterday. Actually, we were trying to figure out, uh, and this is a great question: if you could rebuild with either team, or if you could rebuild with any team in the league right now, whose coach is most likely either been fired or getting fired, uh, your three options at the moment are. The Chargers, the Commanders, or the Panthers. Which would you prefer? Because I know where I'd go. I think not the Chargers. They ain't got no fucking money. No, Chargers have no money. You're going to have to burn that to the ground. It, the, the Panthers would be too much of a hassle to deal with because they literally have, they, they let's put it this way, they have more holes than the Titanic after it hit the iceberg. More holes would, than it. More holes than the Tennessee Titans offensive line. <laughs> well, well, we could go on with more holes all freaking day long. I would go with the commanders because how for as many picks as he has and as many times as he's been sacked, he he shows you something. They're a few pieces away as opposed to Carolina. They're like every piece away. Minus really kind of the quarterback. If you get him an offensive line, maybe he could survive. I would I would rebuild with Washington. I mean, they're going to get rid of Ron Riverboat at the end of the year. So Eric B. Enemy will be the new coach. The commanders, and I'm with you 100%. The commanders right now 
I believe. Hang on. I want to see. I want to see the current draft order if it ends today. Because if if it ends today and I'm correct, this is the most attractive coaching job on the planet. Because right now, they have if the season ends today and goes as projected, the Commanders not only have a top five pick, but they also have the second most cap space in the league at eighty million dollars. <laughs> 80 million bucks to sign some of the guys the Chargers are going to have to cut. Yeah. <laughs> they don't restructure or trade them. And you have the fourth overall pick in this draft where you can potentially draft your guy at quarterback if you choose to or bolster the offensive line. Like you can do anything with this pick. If, I, if I'm the Chargers, you're not going to get rid of Herbert, obviously. No, no you just paid that man but top five money to did. not be a top five guy. You would exactly. You would try to maybe get him to restructure the deal. I would move Allen because you could get something for him. You can get probably a second, third rounder for him. I'd move Khalil, Keenan. I'd move Keenan and Khalil. I would, ex yeah, and then I would move Khalil Mack, and there you go. And now I, you have, have negative five million to spend. They are so if they're cut. Uh, they save twenty three million. Uh, if yeah. Khalil Mack is cut, it saves twenty three million. Mike Williams too. You got to remember that. Oh, Mike, get him, get rid of him. Too. Here are their contracts. Their top five people in twenty twenty four. They're getting paid. Khalil Mack is at seventeen point five million. Joey Bose is at fifteen. Mike Williams at seventeen. Corey Lindsley at eleven five. Keenan Allen eighteen mil. Derwin James twelve seven. And half of them ain't even worth that fucking money. Nope. Mike Williams, not worth that money because where is he nope. right now? Exactly. Sitting at, home, sitting at home riding a fucking Peloton. That's where he is. And he got Quentin Johnson. Don't forget that. The uh, uh fucking <laughs> fucking never had fucking Quentin never has hands. Oh my god. I, I have been calling this since March. I said this dude is the embodiment of Kelvin Benjamin 2.0. It, it, that's exactly what he is. He had issues separating in college, and he has issues separating now. And then he's got he, him and Nelson Aguilar have the same catching ability. The one thing he has over Kadarius Tony is he actually knows how to line up and not be in the neutral zone. Do you see Kadarius apparently whine about like, man, the ref never told me anything. I was like two inches off sides. Don't Von Miller could have passed you a note that said, "Hey, buddy," and like we talked about it. He could have passed a note to Von Miller saying, "Am I am I offsides? Check yes or no." In 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 the last episode I did, I literally almost snapped because I'm like, "It's not the ref's job to tell you how to line up." You a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Either every Thursday, Saturday games, Sunday or Monday, whenever you're playing, so you here, should I, know what neutral zone is. If your helmet is literally giving a penguin kiss or Eskimo kiss to the other guy's fucking helmet. Hello, you're all sides. If you could lean into Von Miller and go, hey, it's me. <laughs> hey, Von, I'm all sides. What's up? <laughs> it's like if if you can do that, and, and it, it, here's my thing. As a former wide receiver, I did not play at the collegiate level. I did not pay, play at the professional level. No shit. Uh, <laughs> no shit. But, like, you are taught this from day if not day one, then day two as a wide receiver. If you're supposed to be on the line you and you're not sure, you look to the ref and you stick your hand out and you check with the ref and the ref will tell you, you good or you're not good. And if you're supposed to be off, you can also check with the ref and be like, hey, am I good? And he'll be like, yes or no. And Tony was like, no, nah, I checked. It's like, yeah, but you did, but you weren't looking at the ref. You were looking at the ball. So first of all, how the first, how the hell did you not notice? Second of all, how are you supposed to tell if the ref's telling you anything if you're not looking at him? And then the uh -huh. best part, old Andy Reid and old, old Kermit Lafarge Mahomes caught uh, <laughs> caught a fine. <laughs> I love you saw yeah. that. They caught oh, yeah. their fine. 100 grand for Reid and 50 for Mahomes. And I'm sorry. It's a drop in the bucket. It doesn't mean anything. Patrick Mahomes, I I, I think that tirade wasn't just about that call. I think Charmin it's just Ultra Soft, man. 
I think it's just the frustration because you went from being the dominant team last year to not being as dominant as you thought you were, that no team's really afraid of you. Nope. They're not. And you have a bunch of plumbers and baggage handles at the airport as your wide receivers. Now with, and again, this is not to take a shit on Taylor Swift, but having her at the game puts more pressure to get the ball to Kelsey. Granted, it's it's not her fault, but she's just a casualty of the situation. Um, but I think all I think the frustration is just building with Mahomes because you know he expects to always be at that level, and you're not there because you don't have all these. You don't have what you once had. Once the enemy left, I told everybody this offense is taking a hit creatively. Matt mm-hmm. Nagy coach his way out of a wet bag in Chicago. No. That's your offensive coordinator. You're better off with Matt Nagy and Everflus in Chicago as, as your offensive coordinators. Or better yet, you know what you should have done? Hmm. You should have given Eric Bieniemy a hefty fucking contract and said, hey, this is for all the years you made our offense look great with your execution of play calling. That we don't want you to go anywhere else. Andy Reid's going to retire, let's hypothetically say, in the next two years. And we're handing you the Chiefs job. Unlike yeah. in New England with Bill. Uh, I don't know if those are true or not. Um, nobody's told me that I'm being let go at the end of the year. But yeah. I'll see Robert Kraft at uh, Orchid Angels in Jupiter this weekend. So, um, <laughs> As, as Jalen said, keep all the bills away from Mac Jones if they ever want him to continue a career. No Bill Belichick, no Bill O'Brien, no Buffalo Bills. No. <laughs> I think if Belichick's gone, I think Jones is gone. I think you could see a complete like overhaul. Patriots the are taking a quarterback this year. They're taking a first-round quarterback. Because why wouldn't you? You have to. I don't know I'm why so- you wouldn't. I bet, listen, Zappy's good off the bench, but that's off the bench. He's not a no, legit star. No, you, you have to go, but the question is, which one do you go with? See, th- certain quarterbacks have to fit the Patriots' scheme. And this is something where if the Steelers are watching this, if the Patriots aren't afraid to move away from Belichick, in Pittsburgh, it's a similar story. Because this game has evolved, and it's past Tomlin and Belichick by. Because mm-hmm. there's only one coach who's managed to evolve as this game has gone on, who's part of the who's a legendary part of the, coach, part of the old regime, and that's Andy Reid. Yeah, all Andy Reid has to prove is literally at this point that he can win one without a top quarterback, and it solidifies everything. Yeah, honestly, but well, it's in that whole thing that that Patrick Mahomes fucking. 10 ply toilet paper argument was the softest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I'll tell you what, man, that call was bullshit. That was the worst fucking call I've ever seen in my life. Take, take, take away greatness. <laughs> take away a play from the greatest tight end of all time. It diminishes his career, was basically what he's saying. I'm like, dude, settle down. Hmm. Settle down. It, 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 I get you're upset. You can't even say good game to Josh Allen Jr. No, he has to complain about the call in his ear. He's like, oh, it's a fucking bullshit call. I mean, yeah, later on, he, he he goes and he apologizes to him about it. But at the same time, it's like, you got outplayed. You got outplayed. Game. Yeah. Just, that, that, that's it. I, I, I think the ceiling tile falling during Chris Jones' interview. It's hilarious. Kind of, it, it's like a metaphor for how this Chiefs season's going. That's indicative of how the franchise has been this year. But also, like... You don't be mad at the refs. Be mad at Kadarius. I'm not a liability, Tony, because that's all he's been this year. He's been a liability all season. He was a liability week one. He was a liability this past week or two weeks ago, whenever the hell this penalty was. I'm not. I don't care anymore. The point, dude, has been a liability all season, and he is as someone who like watched him when he was at Florida. Like, dude is the epitome of boom or bust. He's electric with the ball in his hands, but it has to get there first. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> that's the issue. But and, and speaking of boomer bust, I will give Levis his flowers. Yeah, uh, I think he he did all right. He had a good game. He had a great comeback game, and I'll give him props. He played a good game. He really yeah. tried. Not this is the epitome of 
neither offense wanting to be productive at all. Like, no, no, you got it. No, you got it. It's okay. No, you got it. Don't worry about it. It, 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 it. And, of course, you have Tommy DeVito, the Italian man from the stars, coming down like, I got it. <laughs> I got to win. Which was great. I love that. Did you see what his family did for the, the spread that they had for the pregame? Oh, that was oh. awesome. I would devour all of that. Sausage, peppers, meatballs, chicken cutlets, all of it. I'm, I'm not even Italian. I was looking at that. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't want to go. I want to go to a Giants game. Wait a minute. I just want to hang out here. And then his yeah. agent's the best. So you had Linsanity with the Knicks, mm-hmm. and now you got Paisan Sanity in Exactly. Paisan Sanity. That's perfect. Because that's what it is. But yeah. he's he's winning. That's the thing. And it's not like, and it's not like he's playing a great game. He's managing yeah. the game, and we'll get to the game managers in a minute. But you like it, you, he walks in looking like Derek Zoolander, which was hilarious. God, he looked like a fucking pink marshmallow peep with that jacket on. But then he wins. I, yeah. I love, I love the celebration. I love everybody doing the 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 hands whenever he scores or something. It's just, it's just fun. It's his, his agent on the sideline looking like a young Paulie Walnuts from the Oh Sopranos. my God, it was awesome. Just sitting there on the phone. I'm like, what are you, what are you, you doing? See memes, you see all those oh, memes? Yeah. Uh, friggin what, was, friggin what, uh, what was one of them? Plus 250 money line. The kid says he's getting it done. Put the money on it. <laughs> There's too many Jersey Shore jokes we can make about this. But like, it's... DeVito is doing exactly what the Giants need is they need a game manager and to well now it's time to touch on this everybody lost their minds because Cam Newton made a different Cam Newton said something about game managers and game changers and I'm gonna be honest I agree with Cam I agree with Cam and if you don't like it don't care Cam Newton's right there's a very finite amount of people in this league who are game changers. And the way I look at the definition of a game changer, a game changer is a guy who you see make a play and you just, you, even if it's against your team, like if Lamar avoids eight sacks or like eight, eight people coming at him and then throws a dot to Zay, or a Zay Flowers to win the game in overtime, you're not mad at Lamar. You're mad at the defense for allowing that to happen. But you just kind of kind of sit there and look at him and be like, well, fuck, man. <laughs> that, that's a game changer. That's what game changers do. Game managers are Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, guys who who know Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. Guys who put the game. They're, they're great. Oh, wait, wait, were you trying to do the Paul Heyman, Brock Lesnar, but with Brock Purdy? Yeah. <laughs> that was I'll, it was I'll give you an effort. But it's more, it's more like, hold on. Let me see if I can you get see it clear of the chest. See if I can muster it up. I, I want to burn. I, I would burn this steel or something. Need, need to smoke a carton before you say it. <laughs> or, just, or just sound like Marge Simpson. You talk about. Oh, you blew out the mic. That's how you know it's a good one. <laughs> well, I went right into it. Oh, that was good. But like the, I the point. I bought this stupid little stand. So now, like, mm-hmm. my phone sits on the stand, and it's got a little microphone to the side. Mm-hmm. So now, like, it doesn't have to cut out all the time. I notice I go back to listen. Sometimes it'll be like... It's Sometimes like, it's also my internet. I'll give you that. Yeah. But, it's, it, but then I noticed it does it with Cigar and Sports. And I uh-huh. noticed, like, 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 we'll be doing a show, and all of a sudden, I'm like, E-Man's just frozen. I'm mm-hmm. like, what? I'm like, okay, what I'll happened? just keep talking. So what the fuck we're talking about now? But I'm just, yeah, I'll just keep, I'll keep rolling with it. But like, there's nothing wrong with being. Drew Brees was a game changer or game manager. Yeah, game. There's nothing wrong with being a game manager, and that's what that's what Cam was saying. Game managers are guys who know that they they know how to get the job done. They know what the team needs, and they're able to methodically move the ball downfield and get the hand or get the ball in the hands of the playmakers. And they have guys like Peyton Manning had. Uh, Demarius Thomas, rest in peace. He had Marvin Harrison. He had Reggie Wayne. He had Dallas Clark. Tom Brady what? had a West or Tom Brady had Wes Welker. Had Deion Branch. Had Randy Moss. Gronk. And then you go down to Tampa where he had uh, Godwin and Mike Evans and Gronk again. 
you get Drew Brees, who had uh, Coleman and a bunch of other players like that as well. And then you get um, thinking there's so many good yeah. game manager quarterbacks and what they do. Elway, I guess Elway's more. I don't know. I don't want to call he's, Elway. He's, I think he's in that spectrum of both mm-hmm. he, because he can match the game, but then you've seen where he's had a game changing play. Like, yes. So in the Super Bowl where he like sneaks one and then he gets hit and he does like a fucking 35 mile helicopter spin into the end zone. That's a game changing quarterback. Exactly. And they don't even have to be quarterbacks. Every position has their game changers. Like there's only one Reggie White. There's only one Lawrence Taylor. Yeah. Like those are game changers. And you get guys who are nowadays were like unique and Gakwe. Like he's a good pass rush, but he's a liability in run defense. He's a great role-playing defensive end, and there's there's just players that are just they they define the position. Guys like Lamar Jackson, as soft as he's been this season, Patrick Mahomes, when he's not turning the ball over, Josh Allen, and I'm going to sound like a homer here, and I may take a lot of shit for it. Trevor Lawrence has shown flashes of being that game changer, where he can put the team on his back and you down twenty seven nothing after throwing four interceptions. And then you come back to win it. I'm sorry. That's game changing. <laughs> and the defense helps, but that's game changing. So like you get guys like that who are both, both are good. Both are totally fine. Like Brock Purdy has McCaffrey, Ayuk, Debo, Kittle. Those are great offensive weapons to have. Kirk Cousins has Addison and Justin Jefferson. Fantastic weapons to have. It's got like, there's nothing wrong with being a game changer. It's not a slight against you. No. But or sorry, a game manager. There's definitely nothing wrong with being a game changer. But there's nothing wrong with being a game manager. That's not a slight against the quarterback. It's just describing his style of play, where it, nothing really like jumps off the page. Like there was case in point when uh, it was the uh, college football playoff. It was the championship last year where Stetson hit McConkey like a thirty yard dot, frozen rope thirty yards, but he's wide open, and somebody was like. How many quarterbacks can make this? Or how many professional quarterbacks can make this though? I'm like, fucking all of them. <laughs> it's 30 yards to a wide open receiver. This is routes on air at this point. If an NFL quarterback can't make this throw, then he's not an NFL quarterback. I'm sorry. I could make that throw. Uncle yeah, Rico could make that throw. Oh, uh, well, he could throw the dang ball over them dang mountains. Over a quarter mile, yeah. <laughs> He's a game changer, Uncle Rico. Uncle Rico's a game changer, man. You saw the film. <laughs> he's dropping yeah, back saw- and throwing it over. <laughs> yeah, he's doing it sidearm, too. How many people throw a ball over them dang mountain sidearm? Movie talk with Jim and Garrett. But yeah, like, what, how, how do you feel about Cam? Like, Cam's had horrible takes in the past, but we've all had horrible takes in the past. I've had terrible takes in the past. Um, I, I'm not Craig Carton, but, you know. No, I'm not. Well, not Skip Bayless either. Apparently, but. apparently, Tua had a uh, the, or, um, somebody posted a picture of Tua and his wife. They're like they're expecting their second child. I'm like, keep this away from Craig Carton before he tells me how to be a parent. <laughs> <laughs> keep it away. I mean, the thing with guys that are either still technically part of the game or away from the game, you know, to me, they're allowed their opinions. Exactly. Like, you like. I think people are criticizing the names that Cam used, like saying that Dak is a game manager. When Dak this season, to me, is kind of he's in that he's in that middle. He's spectrum. in that he's game manager leading into game changer. But Cam even said it best, where he's like, "Look, it, the guy." Like he's like, "Look, I." He's like, "Look at my career. There were times where I felt the pressure to put it all on me, and yeah. times I came up short." And there's times where it's like, okay, I need to lean on the strengths of the people around me and do what's best for the team and, you know, drive that way. And I, I feel like it takes a, it, it takes someone who's been there to know when it's time to do that. Like yeah. you can play with it and play within the flow of the offense and take what the defense gives you. There's nothing wrong with that. That's just, that's offense 101. But like if, you don't need to put the team on your back and you can just manage the game and manage the team down the field and do a methodical four or five yard, you know, at a play time, just march down the field. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. No, because as long as it produces a win, it, it doesn't, it, it doesn't matter. And like, it, you know, like I said before, Cam's entitled to his opinion, 
And then there's going to be people that agree, people that disagree. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. You know, there's people that, like, you take Ben Roethlisberger, you know, bashing everything he's saying, but you praise Ryan Clark when he bashes the team. Yeah. But it's like, but Ben is two years removed from the team, so don't you think he knows a bit more of what's been going on for the past decade as opposed to a guy who hasn't been around the team in for the near, past five For nearly years? a decade. Yeah. <laughs> so like, and not only that, it's not like any of Ben's assessments are wrong. Like the Pittsburgh right. way of doing things is it's dead. It's it it's gone. And there is time for a change, whether it's you keep Tomlin, put a new staff around him, or I mean, some of the most ridiculous things I've seen are the Rooney should just sell the team to an owner. Oh, why? Because they're stuck in the seventies ways of doing things. Yeah, they 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 they're afraid to break away from comfortability, but you know, well, yeah, the box some, is comfy. You have to break away from it. You have to break away from it. Eventually, all this, you know, these post-game conferences, you know, whatever, you know, whatever Mike Tomlin's saying week in and week out, it's so repetitive. It's like listening to Aaron Boone at this point. And, you know, when the message gets old, maybe it's time. I think Tomlin – so Tomlin's going to have, unfortunately, he's going to have his first losing season of his entire career. And they're already saying that the Steelers are going to draft J- uh, the LSU kid, Daniels. I don't think I, he. Mm, I don't. I don't, I don't see think it. he falls to you guys. I don't see it at all. I don't think he falls to you guys. I, 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 think, I think. I think they stick it out with Kenny. They move on from Mitch. Maybe they move on from Mason because that was the dumbest thing I've seen yesterday. So we have four minutes left in the game. And we're down by like what three scores at this point, and we're putting in Mason Rudolph at that point where we should have put. If Mason Rudolph was the option to use, why didn't we just start him? If Mason is the answer, why is he? <laughs> he it, why is he on the bench? Here's what start? I think happens: Tomlin will not be fired this year. No, he's earned that as one of the winningest coaches in Steelers history which I don't know how high up on that list he is, but as a guy, you know what? I'm going to pull that up. As one of the winningest coaches in franchise history for the Steelers, like he's earned, he's earned a down year. If Belichick can have a down year, so can Tomlin. Here it is. Uh, He has the best winning percentage in franchise history. He is 170, 100 uh, with two ties with a 63% win uh, win rate. Cower is at 62 with 150 and 90. Uh, the only person with more wins than Tomlin in franchise history is Chuck Knoll, but that's also fucking Chuck Knoll. Like, yeah. that's that's a given. <laughs> that man coached for shit. I don't even, what, 40 years, 30 years, 20, 20, 22 years? Something like that. Historians correct me. It's been like 22 years, but I mean, he's also you've got he's got four championships. Tomlin's got Tomlin's got one. Cowers got one. Like, look, Tomlin has earned the right to have a down year. I think he needs to make a splash higher for offensive coordinator in the free agency. Defense is not the issue. Bring in Leftwich. No, Fuck it. Why not? I've been I've been saying that Todd Haley has reportedly said that he'd be willing to come back if Tomlin made the call. I'd be fine with either one of them. They got to get rid of this defensive coordinator. You got it's just got to be if you're going to do this huge change, but you're going to keep Tomlin at the head of the table. Every move has to be a splash move. I mean, because why could you like? Tomlin gets criticized for keeping Canada as long as he did. And a lot of people feel it's because they went on that win streak at the end of the year to preserve the season. Which I would have rather had the down I would have rather had the down year last year, get rid of Canada, make that splash move at offensive coordinator. And, you know, and then we could have seen what happened. The other issue is again is that their evaluating of talent is piss poor. Because yes. look at Kevin Dotson on the Rams right now. He's like one of the highest graded like left guards or right guard, whatever position he's playing in LA. He's one of the highest graded right now. And in Pittsburgh, you couldn't get that out of him. I mean, I mean, come on. 
I just, exists. I don't know, man. I'll, I'll be interested to see what happens. Well, it's going to be a very, very long off season because, because wherever they land in the draft, what are they going to address first? Yeah. You know, free agency. You know, there's rumors out there that the Bears might move on from Justin Fields. If you do, not going to happen. If, if they do that, do you trade for him? You know, now that Staley's out in in L.A., do you trade Tomlin to get Justin Herbert? All these weird out-of-the-box scenarios that the Steelers would never do. No. They're not going to trade Mike Tomlin for Justin Herbert, which, yeah, is a huge improvement from Kenny Pickett, but so is Justin Fields. But we're not doing that at all. That's something the Steelers just don't do. They're going to trade Tomlin. Freaking, what is this? Freaking, like, like when, uh, you know, like when Denver traded for, for Sean Payton? We're doing this? Yeah. Well, it's also and like... Speaking of coaches, did you see this? That the Raiders are considering bringing back John Gruden. Why? Pierce just dropped 63 on the freaking Chargers. <laughs> this is what I said to a guy because the cigar lounge I go to had a, uh, a Christmas party. Mm-hmm. So we're watching the game and the one guy that happens to be a Raider fan. So we're talking, blah, 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 blah. And... He goes, yeah, so I heard they want to bring Gruden back. And I go, listen, I said, I'm honest with you. I said, they made this mistake once. Don't let history repeat itself again. I said, I would ride it out next year with Antonio Pierce. Give him a full year with these guys. Because you saw the difference from McDaniels to, to Pierce. These guys will run through a wall for Antonio Pierce right now. Mm-hmm. He's like another. He's like another Tomlin in the making. He's another Dan Campbell in the making where he's a player's coach where he can get these guys to take it to another level that they didn't even know that they had. So if you're a Raiders fan and you really want John Gruden back, if you're the, if you're John Gruden, why would you go back to an organization that fired you for an email that was leaked a decade later? Granted, I don't condone the things that he said in it. No. But why did either party want to do business with each other after that? That's like... I'm sorry, this isn't WWE where, you know, grudges could be fixed and mended like WWE and fucking CM Punk and CM Punk coming back. This is like what the Raiders and John Gruden would be like. It would be like that. And But if I'm Gruden, I would go literally. He's got got to drop his lawsuit against the NFL first. Yeah, which I don't think he's going to do. No, and a lot of and a lot of people are telling him not to do it. But if he did do it, honestly, Washington, if they don't give Bienemy the the head coaching job, because if Bienemy takes the Charger job, yeah, Bienemy's not taking the Charger job. He'd stay in Washington. He's not taking that Charger job. Why would you move when you don't have to? <laughs> what? But like I'm, I'm, people think Kellen Moore is going to take the Charger job. If I'm Kellen Moore, don't take it. Hell no. You you you'll be like Nick Foles, a one year wonder. I just I, I I wouldn't. Which okay, here's what's hilarious too is everyone's like Kellen Moore is going to turn this offense around. I'm like I don't think he is. Like if you and like yeah, you know there's stats coming up and everything, but like it's if you look at the 2023 stats. And where they were, we'll do twenty twenty three, and we'll do or we'll do offensive stats, and then we'll do uh, so we'll do total yards, just total offense. Uh, the Chargers are middle of the pack, middle of the pack. Nothing has changed. And then if you go to the twenty twenty two regular season, Chargers have actually regressed. <laughs> Kellen Moore, great hire, LA. They had a top 10 offense last season, and then currently the way the stats are going, which they do not have into account what just happened against the Raiders, so I don't know how this is going to go or not, but they are, shoot, got, oh no, they do have it into effect. They're still at 333 yards per average, which is 30 yards less than they averaged last year, but you got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, dead 
fucking center. <laughs> they are dead center. They are. So they overpaid a wide receiver. They overpaid two wide receivers that are constantly hurt. You overpaid a who who doesn't play like a top five quarterback. Although the ten Charger fans out there will tell you that he does. Um, that's because they they suntan too much in the natural sun and in tanning beds. So some of those brain cells are fried to shit. Smoking too um, much of that L.A. California Chargers mid. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you Chargers oh, are mid. Oh my that god, mid. It's awful. Even my Jags, who had a horrible week like the last two weeks, still average more yards per game than the Chargers. Yeah, that's absurd. Like it, one, two, three, four, five, six. We, we I, mean, I, I really can't say nothing because Mitch Trubisky was graded 30. He was ranked 34 out of 34 qualifying quarterbacks. But let's start him against mullet mania. I'm not I surprised. Can't, I can't but also, to, to further reiterate how bad that Chargers team is, they've allowed the fourth most yards per game. <laughs> and they have one of the highest salary caps committed to defense. That is fantastic. I love it. Burn talk it about ground. talk about talk about doing shit ass backwards. Speaking of ass backwards, uh <laughs> if you play defense and you want to play on a team that'll overpay you and the defense will suck even more with you there. Hey, like Shook Knight, come to LA. We broke Jaguars, man. We we broke that Chargers team. We broke that Chargers team during the postseason. We absolutely broke them. Don't worry, Chargers fans, because Philip Rivers is literally creating a whole new team for you. Every nine months, his wife is reproducing in a cycle. Good golly, we created a whole new team right here. I tell you what, (laughs) and Philip Rivers is gonna—he'll have so many kids playing on that team. They're gonna be known as the LA Rivers. I, hey, I, I don't hate it, but, you know, it, speaking of doing things ass backwards, let's get to some of these picks, too, because we're starting for the for those who don't know, we've already we Jim and I already had our picks. Um, I had Minnesota uh, not blowing the lead to the Bengals. We both had the Raiders beating the Chargers. Uh, the Sin I, City. I, I had the Colts. Jim had his Steelers. I took Dave's Broncos. You took the Lions. I love that. I got everybody calling them Dave's Broncos. Well, they're Dave's Broncos. It's, I, I don't know any of the Broncos fans. I don't know any of the Broncos fans. I know Dave. That's it. I actually met one at the Cigar Lounge, and I go, oh, it's a nice hat for Dave's Broncos. Then he goes, no, they're the Denver Broncos. I go, no, the fucking Dave's Broncos. <laughs> and he goes, who's Dave? I said, he's a Canadian legend at the Alberta Shore House. <laughs> Oh man. All right. Well I'm currently I'm I'm two and two. You're three and one. Let's finish off some of these picks, man. So starting at one o'clock today, Panthers, Falcons, who you got? I'm going mm. <laughs> You can't pick the Panthers. Fuck no, it's the it's, Falcons. You can't. I got I, I can't believe I'm doing it. But every time I pick them, they fuck me. But let's see if they don't fuck me this week. Well, actually, no. I picked them against the Jets. They didn't fuck me. So let's see. I picked the Texans. They fuck me because somehow you lose the fucking Milf Hunter Wilson. Which is beyond me. I see Texans fans. Well, it was raining. Oh, 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 okay. It was raining. Congratulations. Congratulations. Um, guess what? The Vikings nor the Raiders could score in a fucking dome with no elements affecting the game. And the Jets put 30 up on you, which makes me, which makes my Steelers and your Jaguars more pathetic. We lost to this team and it wasn't raining. Right. Or anything. And the Jets beat them and it was raining. Can't make this shit up. Oh Don't boy. Me. All right. So yeah, I'm with you. I got the Falcons. I, there's no way they lose this game. I mean, Arthur Smith can't. There's, there's no way. The only thing he could do is shave that ugly fucking stash, please. Didn't he do it? No. I, well, I think he did and then grew it back. Why? Oh, 
there. It was a full stash again. I said, oh, here we go. I see fucking guy went from looking like fucking John Holmes, who gained fucking 30 pounds, to now looking like freaking Ron Jeremy before he gained 180 pounds. Leave the mustache to Tom Selleck and move on with your day. It, it Just leave it. It, it belongs oh, to Tom. And Burt Reynolds. No, no. And Burt Reynolds. Yeah, yeah, and Burt Reynolds. Are we doing the mustache thing again? No. <laughs> no. Oh, and 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 Thorny from, from Super And Troopers. Of course, of course, of course. Farva. Uh yeah, Farva, which who dropped 63 on it. Leave it to Ron Swanson. Uh <laughs> Alex Tri- Alex Trebek gets to keep his mustache. Einstein gets to keep his mustache. Sam Elliott gets to keep his mustache. Imagine Dave with a mustache. Dave, do it. Grow a mustache. Do Dave it, please. Black, no mustaches, and then just do an episode called "Who Wants a Mustache?" Rod. Uh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Jesus. All right. So, speaking of Panthers, I don't know how I pivot from that. <laughs> speaking of Panthers, let's do. Um, oh, Rob gets to keep his as well. Stay classy. Speaking of staying classy, the team that will benefit the most from the, the Carolina Panthers' horribleness this season uh, is the Chicago Bears or the Cleveland Browns. Go fuck yourself, Cleveland. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can't believe uh, I, on the couch three weeks ago is fucking torching teams. Oh, A it, guy in depends diapers. Uh, fucking look, I, uh, I don't get it. Browns fans, put the phone down, relax. Uh, y'all beat us. You have it. I'm not salty. I am salty about it, but I mean, y'all beat us. I got no excuses, no nothing. And Joku had his career game against us, and that's on us. Y'all, y'all outplayed us. Good job. So it's the only compliment you're getting from me. I think Chicago wins this week. Yeah, I just, I mean, Cleveland's defense is good, but. It's you can kind of compare right now with the Steelers where you're relying on the defense too much to keep you in the game. And eventually that defense gets worn down. So I got to go. I got to go with the with the Justin DJ Moore fields combination. And I'm going with the Bears. I'm taking the Yeah, I'm taking the Bears, man. All right. Packers versus the versus the Buccaneers. Ooh. This Give one's tough. Green go, Bay should have won that game Monday go, night. Go, Pack, go. Let's do this. I got the Packers in this one, man. I, I, I just Baker mm. doesn't scare me. The yeah. only thing, the only thing he's baking is turnovers, and, and that's. Yeah. I, I, you know what, Jordan Love, for as much shit as I talked about him throughout the year, he's clicking. He's starting to, but, but again, this is the Jordan Love scheme of things. Great mm-hmm. game, shit game. Good game, shit game. Game changing game. Shits the bed again. And then lately it's been he keeps them in the game. Then they're down. He brings them back. The giant game, honestly, I think was a fluke. They should have won it. But hey, Tommy DeVito was out there throwing fucking chicken parmesans and fucking veal veal fucking cutlets out there. There so. you go. I got it. Yeah, man, yeah, I gotta go with uh yeah, I'll go with Jordan Love this week. There they go. They're agreeing again. What happens when they pick different teams? I like that. Don't worry. I'm sure it's coming. Oh, I'm sure it's coming too. What about you whiny male Karens? Don't worry. Right. It's coming. Jets, Dolphins. Who you got? Oh. oh, oh. You know what? Because mm. mm. they couldn't beat Mayo, boy. And I had to hear Dolphin saying, well, Tariq was hurt. There went the playbook. Okay, so you don't have Waddle. You don't have Mozart. You don't have a chain. You don't have your you, you tight end. You don't like. No, that's not why you lost. You lost because your team slept walk through the whole game because your coach didn't prepare you for this game. But exactly. But this game is in Miami, right? Uh yes. Give me Ace Ventura and Snowflake. I'm going with the really. Dolphins. All right, I'm, all right. I'm going with it. I'm taking the Dolphins too, man. I don't trust the Jets. Oh, you sounded like you were about to pick the fucking Jets. Like, no, I'm not picking the Jets. 
Look, Zach Wilson's going to show out, man. I'm sure Tua's wife's going to be there, and she's apparently expecting. So he, he's going to show oh, out. There's a, there's a lot of milfs in Miami. He's going to do his thing. I, it's <laughs> fucking hell. I, I, <laughs> Jesus. I'm Zach Wilson. And one thing I know is slanging and banging. That's Jesus why they call me the Christ. <laughs> I slang footballs and bang milfs. Lock them up. I don't even know if it's going to make it in. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable! It, it, look, here's my thing: I, I, the Dolphins are going to have to bounce back. I mean, yeah. Sauce can't keep. I, I don't know if Sauce can keep up with Tyreek, and everything will be fine. Dolphins win. Not worried about it. Uh, well, I think Hill's a game time decision. I think so. The the, the, New, it a go. the, the New York Devitos versus the the New Orleans Aints. <laughs> <sighs> You know it's bad in New Orleans when your quarterback takes a sack and your center is fucking ripping you while you're going yep. to the bench. Olave, I don't think, is playing. No. He's another game-time decision. Uh, all I really need is Kamara to get me a touchdown and a four-leg parlay that I'm in. So uh, I'm not picking the Aints because Derek Hart ain't it. Uh, said that when he came here. Um, well, went there because I don't live in New Orleans. If I did, I'd be fucking drunk every day of my life. It's part give of the reason why me, I didn't go to college out there. Give me the sizzle and paisan. Give me fucking give me the veto. <laughs> give me fucking the veto. Oh, give me the fucking Tommy DeVito. Give me the veto. Oh. It. The kid's gonna do it. Right. Hey, oh, hey, oh, oh. All Derek, right? Car- Derek Carr's a chooch anyway. <laughs> I'm I'm literally not writing the Giants on this sheet. I'm writing DeVitos. DeVitos. Give me the DeVitos. Oh uh, boy! The, now, now New Jersey gets to see what uh, a New York Linsanity thing's all about. Yeah, still don't play in New York, guys. Uh, Houston versus Tennessee. Who you got? Because Stroud is out, or as Dave likes to say, he's out. Jim, do you know the mailman? <laughs> the mailman who lives on Hellman's Drive. <laughs> Fucking Christ. I, can't, I can't believe I got a fucking pick I'm this I'm doing time. it. Give me the Titans. Give me the I'm Titans. Not, I'm not writing Titans. I'm writing Mayo. Give me the Titans. Mayo boy. Mayo boy. All right. Chiefs. The, the for, former. Uh, the former team of Mr. Juju Smith-Schuster versus the current team of Mr. Juju Smith-Schuster. We got the Chiefs. Uh, okay. Uh, well, if it's one piece of advice that I can give you, Kadarius Tony is know where the neutral zone is because uh, I will ask the officials to throw the flag because even though Tom Brady's not here, uh, I still got money to have them uh, make calls in my favor uh, mm-hmm. like I did with the Steelers where my guy was offsides and a center that makes the same move as every center that got called offsides. Uh, but uh, I think the Chiefs will absolutely destroy us because Bailey Zappi is shit. And I will have to wind up going to Malik Cunningham because Mac Jones will be in the locker room punching himself in the nuts. Malik Cunningham is actually going to be in Jacksonville this or on Sunday because he is now uh, the backup for the for the Ravens. He's Lamar's backup now. Oh, I. So what the hell happened to Ty- what happened to Huntley then? Because he was the backup. Huntley's gone. I think. Oh boy. I don't know. All I know Not- is they signed Malik Cunningham, and I was like, oh look, another Lamar clone. Uh, <laughs> 49ers versus the Cardinals. I Niners, McCaffrey, McCaffrey's gonna go for over 80 yards rushing. Uh, if it was anything like last week, he'll probably do it on the first run, which I was shocked about. By the way, uh, this is no offense to you, Jalen, but Devin Bush, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you have seven tackles on the year. This is why you wear jersey zero, because you've done that. Zero. You sit on the bench, and you keep friggin' what? You, you friggin' keep DK Metcalf's helmet warm for him before he starts throwing tirades and fits. And then he cusses right. him out in sign language. Hey, I'm all for it. That was hell- I We've been saying it. I, I've been saying it for a long time. DK trash-talking in sign language is not only inclusive, because everybody can get these hands, uh, it's petty and hilarious, and I'm here for every second of it. it I'm it, loving it. I, I think it's great. Commanders, Rams, who you got? 
<laughs> this is another game. I need Cooper Cup in. Uh, you got to go with the Rams. I mean, that, that secondary for the commanders gives up the most yards per receiver in the league. Um, And the fact that you have Cooper Cup that could go like eight catches for over 80, uh, Puka Nakua, pretty much the same thing. You got to go with the Rams. Well. Oh, you're going to go. Why do I have a feeling you go opposite? You have devious look in your eyes. I got a feeling, man. I got a feeling. I think that uh, I think the commanders can do it. So you're gonna go with the Commodores? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, don't, I can he just not say Commanders? I, I none or, of my business. Or is, he, or is he just doing it just to like? I I, I don't care. I'm here for you. Wants calling the Commodores. Well, it's also one thing too. You got to remember about the the Rams' offense is the Rams have a middle of the road passing offense as well. Yeah, so but I just, I just think that I don't know. I think Stafford's just going to torch him. I think we'll be. I, I think the Commanders. All right, the Dallas One Stars versus the Buffalo Bills. Who you got? Ooh, Ooh this is this is a tough one. <laughs> Fuck, this is really tough. Mm-hmm. Because the Bills have been playing a lot better. They have. Because they finally utilized James Cook more. But Dak's just playing on this other level that we haven't seen. CeeDee Lamb is, like, unstoppable. Tony Pollard's become Zeke Elliott, and their backup has become Tony Pollard. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to go with the one stars. I'm going to go with them. <sighs> Give me Buffalo, man. I got I got a feeling. I got a weird feeling. Because you also got to remember, so Stefan Gilmore and Brandon Cooks are both questionable uh, with an illness, apparently. Nah, I'm sticking with it. Stick Give me the bills. It. I'm sticking with I'm sticking with the cowgirls. All right, Jaguars, Ravens. Who you got? I, I hate to do this. I really do. It hurt my feelings. I. You can do it. It's okay. <laughs> no, it's, 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 you already know where I'm going. I know where you're going because you're like me. You can't. You can't pick against your Fuck team. No. Jags go 18 to 0 every year. What you talking about? I just, <laughs> I just win the bye week. Fuck it. I, I think it'll be I think it'll be closer than most think because I've seen some Ravens fans out there say they're gonna slaughter the Jaguars, and I'm like, nope. it's not the case. I honestly think it comes down to a Tucker field goal. Did last I year can't. and he missed it. Yeah. You know what? Hmm. I'm taking the Jags. You already know I it. Hate doing picks at times. I really do because I'm. You taking the Ravens? No, I'm gonna ride with Sunshine. There it is. All right, we got Jalen's Seahawks versus the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> Aaron's Eagles versus Jalen's Seahawks. Who you got? See, this is a bounce back for the Eagles. There's no way they drop three. Darius Slay's out, though. Even when he's in, he doesn't do dick. Which means DK Metcalf is about to eat. You know what? Let's go gutsy. Jalen, even though I can't stand Devin Bush. I'm taking him, too. Even though I eat my lettuce cold. <laughs> I sorry, Aaron. I know you're gonna listen and probably hold your Jalen Hurts jersey tight. I'm going with the Seahawks. Get, I'm get taking them. Let's go gutsy. I'm We're taking the, towards the, end of the year. Let's start getting gutsy. I'm taking the Seahawks. Let's do it. Uh, Thursday night, 
Um, Thursday night game, we got the Rams versus the Saints. Oh, 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 God. I love how they promote this as must-see Thursday night matchups, and literally nobody wants to see this. Nope. Uh, give me the Rams. I'm taking the Rams. Saturday game, we got two. Because we're not going to record. Yeah, we're not going to record Saturday. So Saturday game, we got two. It's the battle of the AFC North once again. The Bengals versus the Steelers. I know who you have. And then it's the Bills versus the Chargers. Oh, well, I will be. I, I will be taking the Bills and the Bengals. Bills, Bills. I have a feeling if I do this, they might win. And I think this might be the only time I'm going to do this. You're taking the Bengals over the Steelers? Jake Browning. Kid's is... been balling out. He's about to get a nice contract this offseason. Yeah. That he is. But from who? Maybe he'll come to Pittsburgh. Hell, I'll take him right now. Yeah. I don't. Because if Mitch is starting this game, you know, give me the fucking Bengals. I'm doing it. Oh, shit. Give me the Bengals. There's Lock that, it I, in. I can't. I, I can't. If Mitch is going to be the starting quarterback, I, I have as much faith in Mitch Trubisky as I have in Plan B. Fucking lock it in. All right. So on that note, do you get anything else you want to get into? No, I think we covered everything, and we managed not to really offend anybody yet again. I got and, and, and we I, stayed I'm, mostly I'm, on track. I know that's quite a me. Well, you see now, I kind of well. Who show is this? Email. Yeah, I know. <laughs> who are these two guys? It's not Jim and Garrett. It's fucking. It's Tim and Jared. I, I have like no editing to do on this. Like this is great. <laughs> it's it's trim so out I, the intro and then put the fucking intro and outro and that's it. <laughs> so like, so. E-Man made a new segment on our show called Down the Rabbit Hole. Oh, Jesus. It's just TikTok videos that we share. Jesus. And then we just like sit there and laugh like a bunch of jackasses. And then we just kind of like whatever about it. And I'm like, so after the show, Mike, you you know that we've named a few of our episodes Down the Rabbit Hole. I said, so we, you know, we want some marketing rights to that. Are you, are you... <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! It, it, look, I'll, I'll check that out. Um, but anyways, if you guys like the show, let us know. Oh my goodness, somebody loved the new episode. Uh, speaking of which, Jalen and I just came back after two week hiatus. Uh, go check out that show. We launched it uh, Sunday morning as of recording this. We launched it like four hours ago. Uh, it is called <laughs> Cam Newton FSU got what they deserved, and we told you. <laughs> I'm feeling punchy, man. Well, it's like FSU did get what they deserved. We got to talk about Cam Newton. And oh, we... Actually, he, he, here's one thing. Mm-hmm. Here's one thing. I don't know if you're going to agree with this or not. I think you will. All I right. think the the nil deals and transfer portals are ruining college football. I Because it's like as soon as these guys don't get what they want, I feel like, oh, I'm just going to transfer to another school. And it's like, okay, like I don't, the, I don't like, hate it. Here, I I don't hate it, and the reason why I don't hate NIL is because I've said it for months now. This has been happening behind the scenes. Now it's just out in the open. Yeah, uh, I don't hate it. Um, I don't hate the transfer portal, and the reason why I, I don't, don't ha- mind, I don't mind the nil deals. But again, I think like with some of these guys wanting a nil deal that aren't like the big name. And if they don't get it, they're like, all right, well, I'll go to, like, fucking Providence or whatever, and I'll get the nil deal from them and play for a school that doesn't get televised. Look, get your money. If that's if that's what you're in this for and you want to get your money and you want to look at this in the short term, that's on you. That's your prerogative. If you want to look at this in the long term and collect a little bit of money now and then collect a ton of money if you're good enough to make it the next level, that's your prerogative as well. I, I got no issue with either. Uh, I I don't think it's ruining the game, per se. I think it's more it, it's it's brought a different aspect to it, and I think, I think it, it, in a way. Oh, it impacts it for sure. 
Kyle McCord leaves Ohio State to go to Syracuse? Syracuse play. Do they play Appalachian State? Mutton Town University? Look, if that's where he wants to go, that's where he wants to go. I'm not... Leave a big school, go to a bigger school. I think the reason why he left, too, is there were a lot of teams who were expecting him to pick up right where C.J. Stroud left off because he picked up right where Justin Fields left off, who picked up right where Cardell Jones and J.T. Barrett and all these other guys have left off. There's been a string of elite quarterbacks coming out of Ohio State, and McCord is a good quarterback, but he's not that guy. So he went to a he went to a team where he he could do his thing. Which look, it, live your life, man. I don't I don't fucking care. <laughs> like, I'm indifferent. If that's, if that's what they want to do. I think there needs to be a couple more rules around it. I guess for like not not where or what or how many times you can do it, but like I, I don't know. I, I feel like the biggest issue right now is it's so unregulated because it's so new. I yeah. feel like that's also where we haven't had time to adapt to it yet. If it's still this way in a couple of years, maybe I'll feel some type of way about it. So, but right now I don't really have any issue with it. If if you don't want to be on the team, I'd rather not I'd rather you not be here. I'd rather them regulate it. Like, but but you have to regulate it in a way where it's fair across the board. Mm-hmm. That not just not just to the program, but to the kid in question as well. So that's like if you want to go from say treat it like a salary cap. Like, like if you wanted to go from, let's just say, you played at Georgia Southern, mm-hmm. right? And you want to go to, say, I don't know, Florida. Yeah. But then let's say you don't want to play in Florida the year after. Now you want to go to, say, USC. There should be where you can't do it in back-to-back years. It has to be that. Not a bad idea. You know, it has to be okay. You went, you went from this school to this school. Well, now you have to stay there for a minimum of the year you transferred there plus the year after. Then, if you want, you could transfer out because Bo Nix is probably going to fucking go back into the transfer portal again and go to another school and get another year of fucking eligibility. By the time he gets in draft, he'll be older than Brand Whedon when he was drafted. His eligibility is done. He's done. But like, the, here's. I, honestly, I'm not even that worried about the transfer thing. Uh, take NIL and treat it like a salary cap. Everybody gets $100 million. And that's yeah. it. Not including scholarships, not including anything. You can have up to have it reported. Say this is much and fact-checked and reported. This is how much we have NIL-wise on our roster. Yeah. And if it's over, then something's got to change. Or, you know, that keep a cap at it. So that way these guys who are paying, you know, Here's $20 million for, you know, Kamari Wilson to transfer from Florida to go to Arizona State. Like, if that's what he wants to do, that's totally fine. I'm going to tell you right now, man, you're not winning a championship at Arizona State. You're probably not winning one at Florida right now either. But you're not winning Arizona State. So, it, it it's just interesting to me. So, on that note, you got anything else you want to get into? Nope, that was it. Cool, let's do it. All right, thank Thank you guys for listening. Uh, happy holidays to everybody. Happy Hanukkah for uh, the people who were celebrating last week as of recording this anyways. Uh, Merry Christmas and other all the happy holidays and stuff like that. Everybody else. Uh, Toyota-thon, whatever the hell you celebrate. Uh, <laughs> whatever it is. Oh, it's a good one. Oh, it's a good one. But thank you guys for listening. We really do appreciate it. If you like the show, let us know. Give us five-star reviews uh, on whatever app you're listening to. It feeds the algorithm gods. Don't know why it works, but it does. Uh, and retweet the show, share the show, talk about it with your relatives around whatever at, at your Toyotathon table. Uh, I, w- I want to note in everybody's stock, you tell them to listen to this show. That's what I'm looking for. A- everybody's glove box for their new Toyota they're buying. Put it in there. <laughs> it's in the ownership, man. We got to do it. It's in the paperwork and everything. Check all it's that out. To the radio. Exactly. Sirius XM only plays one thing, and it's this show. <laughs> <laughs> But if, if you like the show, that's so you can let us know. Tell everyone you know, spread the word, stuff like that. That's what makes this work. Um, if you want to interact with us, uh, go find Jim, a fan of the van, on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at TDS and Pod or at IT Bad Take Pod on Twitter. That's the best way to get in touch with either of us. I feel like for the most part, you got issues with what we talk about. Hit us up there. Maybe we'll talk about it. Maybe we won't. I don't know. We'll see. There, there's a couple that I read. I'm like, no, I'm not answering that. Yeah. All right, I'm not even going to make it political. If you got Donald Trump's mugshot as your profile pic, dog, I'm not responding to you. <laughs> not even just his face. 
I, I've kind of moved away from responding to the stupidity at this point just because it's it's just never going to end. So I literally just treat it like Twinder. Uh, Twinder. Fucking, that, that's what they should make fucking uh, Twitter at this point. Because you got Jesus. Oh my God. Tinder and Twitter. Twinder. You got Jesus. stupid people on that app, stupid people on Tinder. And half of the shit they say and write is stupid. So I just do this now. To the left. There you go. Oh, you I just stupid comments in the delete box to the left. I just don't even like it. I'll respond to a couple if I know I'm going to get an intelligent conversation out of it or if I have the time. Uh, if I can read it and there's eight typos and you're saying the same thing over and over again, I'm not responding yeah. to it. Yeah. Uh, if, it's something, if it's something where like somebody's like, hey, I liked your take on this, but this is how I view it and it makes sense. And it's like, okay, I'll entertain that. But if it's just like one of these that I usually get, well, Miles Garrett's better than TJ Watt. No, TJ Watt's done nothing all year. Chances if you're not. Are, Chances are you're getting this um, to the left. If if you're not bringing an argument to the table, I'm not into it. Uh, but find us on there. Uh, if you like our show, you can always check out other shows. Go check out at 2 Jesus Sports News. Uh, if you listen to this on my end, go check out Jim's show, Fan of the Van. If you listen on his end, go check out Is This a Bad Take? Uh, we'll be coming back after the holiday break. Uh, by we, I mean me. Uh, <laughs> it's just me. <laughs> <laughs> um, go check out Brent and Dave over 1420. Uh, go check the guys at the BS Scene Sports Podcast, Aaron over Brutally Honest Sports. Go check out Darian over Chill Takes, putting out some good content. Uh, go check out Dave and John of Love of the Playing Field, the guys at the We Like Sports Podcast, uh, Average Joe Sports, um, and Cigar and Sports as well. Go check out John for Wrestling Fan Insight. If you're looking to get into a Twitter space, go check out Sports After Dark. It's awesome. They just dropped a hoodie. Uh, it looks great. I'm going to buy it probably by the end of the year. I just haven't got around to it yet. I uh, hope you'll still have my size. Uh, <laughs> so, hey, if you're looking for wrestling stuff, uh, go check out John for Wrestling Fan Insight. If you're looking to do something to Vegas, go check out the Visit Vegas Places uh, podcast with Coil. If you're looking to gamble outside of an NFL facility, if you are one of the many NFL players who listens to this, go check out the UBET Smart podcast and go check out uh, Nate's Daily Wager. And on that note, thank you, thank you, thank you, and we'll see you next time. Peace.